Jillian Morris is a marine biologist, shark conservationist, founder and president of the nonprofit Sharks for Kids, author of two children's books, professional videographer and photographer, mom, wife, and avid diver. She has filmed for numerous television shows and networks. She's appeared on Shark Week and is a Patty Ambassador Diver. She was named Scuba Diving Magazine's July 2016 Sea Hero, awarded the inaugural Shark Con Shark Hero Award in 2017, and was the Go Blue Awards 2020 Blue Ambassador of the Year. She is also a member of the prestigious Ocean Artists Society. This interview was really exciting for me because Jillian's work is incredibly fascinating. She's here to share with us how her childhood passion carried through into a career and passion-driven mission to make an impact. This episode is full of goodness and truly inspiring. Let's take a listen. Hi, Jillian. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. I am really super excited to talk to you today because I think everything that you do is exciting and I just want to know more about it. So to start, let's talk about the fact that you wear a lot of hats. You are a marine biologist. I have to wa- I have to look at my notes to make sure I get all this right because <laughs> it's a lot. You are a marine biologist, a shark conservationist, founder and president of the nonprofit Sharks for Kids, author of two children's books, a uh, professional videographer and photographer, mom, wife and avid diver. It's true. (laughs) Wow. So that's a lot. Like, where do we even begin? So let's talk first about when you had your first snorkel experience with a shark at the age of eight and what that sparked in you. Yeah. So I was really lucky. I I, had parents, uh, still have parents that loved the ocean and lived pretty close, not right on the coast, but I grew up in Maine. And so we would go to the beach and I spent a lot of time crawling through tide pools and uh, exploring and just loved all animals was just fascinating. I think most kids, animals are just really interesting. And so then we would go to Florida every year for my dad's work. And we always went snorkeling because my family loves to snorkel. And, uh, and so saw a little nurse shark and was obsessed just because it was so interesting and immediately grabbed books. Cause this was before like easy Google stuff. Um, so grabbed books, uh, probably from the library and, uh, um, just started exploring and learning more. And it really just ignited this fascination with sharks that has never gone away. That's awesome. And how did your love for marine biology and sharks grow over the years? Uh, and what path did it lead you down in terms of choosing your career? Yeah, so that really kind of just um, launched a fascination. And so I read and learned more. And I actually, my mom got a uh, a book from a yard sale. It was like a National Geographic book and Sylvia Earle was in it. And it was her in one of the underwater suits. And um, I knew I wanted to study ocean animals. I don't even know if I knew it was marine biology, but I knew I wanted to study ocean animals and work with them. And so then here was this woman who was doing what I wanted to do. Um, or at least some version of what I thought might be. And I'd never seen a woman doing this. Like um, we had like guys visit school and bring in bats or owls or uh, which was always cool, but it was never a woman bringing them in. It was never um, when we did field trips to see um, being from Maine, we went on a field trip to haul lobster traps and sea seals and um, it was men as well. And so in, in my physical world, it was men that were working with animals and um, ocean animals. And so to see a woman doing something that was what I was interested in was really exciting. And so I think that just kind of 
you know, reminded me, okay, well, you know, and at that young age, I wasn't like, oh, okay. It was just interest. And then I had parents that were super supportive of it. Um, I think they probably thought it was a phase, but it never disappeared. And the more I learned about sharks in the oceans, the more I wanted to learn. And so when it got to the point where I was able to start focusing on a career and thinking about college and how I wanted to pursue this, um, by that time, I was so obsessed with it that it was an easy choice. Like I had friends who were trying to figure out what they were going to go to school for. And I was like, nope, I know this is what's happening. And it just never, it never went away. And there was just that curiosity and wanting to learn more. And then when I started learning more, just like how then can I take that and share that with other people? That really kind of changed the direction of the journey was, okay, I'm seeing this incredible world, these incredible animals but other people are not seeing it like that, or they've not had that experience. So how can I translate my experience into something, um, you know, encouraging them to have their own, encouraging them to think differently and understand the importance of this habitat and these animals. Wow. Wow. I, I love that this is a passion that has been in you for so long. Like you are such an incredible example of following that heart driven passion and from such a young age. So you've since been inspired to create the next generation of shark advocates through education, outreach, and adventure with your nonprofit, Sharks for Kids. Can you tell us more about this organization and what inspired you to create it? Yeah, so I had been traveling the world working um, as a marine biologist, also working as a dive guide, trying to just figure out what do I want to do? How do I want to make this work? Um, marine biology is a challenging field because job market's competitive um, and opportunities are really competitive. So just was trying to navigate where where do I fit in? What do I want to do? Do I want to go, um, you know, do I want to pursue a PhD and, and go down the academic route, which I figured out wasn't for me. It wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, and so it, along that journey and, and traveling the world and seeing all these cool, amazing, you know, experiences and collecting them, uh, I would get asked to speak in schools. My friends, my mom's a teacher, come talk about sharks. Kids love sharks. This is great. And I would go in and talk and then they'd be like, do you have any activity sheets or anything to, that they could do? And I'm like, oh, no. And I, and this was, you know, I've been doing this for, this is before Sharks for Kids, um, probably 15 16 years. So it wasn't as simple as Google activity sheet. It was, and so they would ask and I was like, no, I don't. I kind of look around and didn't really see anything. So kind of went, huh, wouldn't it be interesting if I had that? And I could say yes. And so I sat on the idea for a while and just kept talking to my husband and was like, wouldn't it be cool if we created this site and had all these resources for kids and teachers and it would be amazing. And I talked about it a lot. And finally, um, when I turned 30, actually, he was like, why don't you just do it? I was like, huh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to. So, um, and I went, okay, this is great. I have no business experience. I'm not a teacher. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and I recruited him because he films and, and is an incredible videographer, photographer, graphic designer. And my best friend had just finished his PhD on um, working on tiger sharks. And I said, right. And we'd all visited schools. We'd all done stuff. And we just, we were, every time we talked to kids, we were so hopeful and they inspired us. Like, it reminded us why we do this, why we're working in shark conservation, why we're working in shark science, why we're sharing this, the media and everything. And so um, and we brought in a friend that was uh, a business minded to be our business director and spent a year building curriculum, building activities. And it was a really steep learning curve. It still is because, um, you know, Donnie's our business director, but Duncan and Derek and I were all scientists. That's our, our background. Um, and so, it, yeah, we had to learn a lot. And 
Uh, we spent a year building it, launched it as sort of a passion project. And it really, it came to play because all of us just believe that kids can make a difference. They have a voice. They make far more of an impact than they realize. Um, think about if I ask someone to use a reusable bag, they might kind of go, huh. If a five-year-old says, hey, you should stop using plastic bags and use a reusable bag, they're probably going to listen a lot more. And that's the power that kids have. And so kind of harnessing that, giving them the tools and helping empower them is really um, where this was born out of. And yes, we use sharks as the example, uh, but it's really just kind of helping them understand that they're global citizens, they're connected, and they can make an impact. That's fantastic. And I love how full circle this has come for you too, that, you know, your passion was kind of sparked by reading a book in school and learning about this female who was doing what you would like to do. And now you're coming back to schools and, and, you know, reaching kids at that level. That's just so cool. So what are your greatest goals and objectives with this organization, you know, beyond just the education in school, like what else, and maybe you can even tell us about um, all these other things you're doing, like the educational tours and snorkeling and the shark tagging. Yeah. So originally it was kind of, let's just provide resources and we were doing virtual lessons. We've done virtual lessons since we were, we're almost eight years old. Um, we were doing Skype before, um, you know, the world went virtual. This is something we've always done. So, um, now, you know, in the last 18 months to a year when everything has become virtual, we were ready for it. It was just, we just kind of amped up our, our game a little bit more and did some other versions of it. Um, so we've always done that. And then it sort of extended to, we want to provide hands-on opportunities. So we're visiting classrooms, we're bringing activities, we're having science education days. Um, and we also take kids on field trips, either to shark tag or to sea sharks. And um, yeah, it's just, so as that has grown and evolved, um, yeah, our, our goals are always, I think first off is really just to empower and inspire kids. Uh, people are afraid of sharks. People actually hate sharks and they're afraid of them even if they've never seen one. It's so deeply ingrained in sort of not just culture, but also I think as humans, you're afraid of big animals because you know, big animals either chased us or you, you kind of hunted them or they chased you or, and so it's sort of ingrained in us. And so I think changing that narrative can be challenging, but if you start at a young age and kids grow up appreciating, respecting, being fascinated by sharks, that fear sort of dissipates um, and you can change the conversation. And, and so getting them excited about these animals and the weird, the wonderful and the different species that's really um, a big part of it. And, and just to help them understand their place and what they can do, I think is really the main goal is that helping students feel empowered and know that these animals are awesome. They need our help and you can actually do something to help them. Yeah. And you have a daughter of your own now. So how has that kind of shifted things for you in terms of like your, your excitement and your passion for, for kids involved with you know, educating them. Yeah. So I want my daughter to see shark. I mean, she's already seen five or six different species. <laughs> I don't know if she realizes she's seen them because she's still pretty young, but, um, we take her on the boat, we take her out. She's very involved in, in our life. And I just hope that because she's seeing the ocean, um, and seeing animals from such an early age that she'll have a connection to it. She'll find her own connection. It doesn't need to be my connection or my husband's or our story, but I really want her to find her own connection, but also understand how important the ocean is for all of us, no matter where we live. And also to grow up respecting 
animals and wildlife and respecting their place and you know whatever that looks like for her um but yeah i want her to appreciate the natural world and it could be you know if i'm from maine so it could be if we go for a hike and the trees and a squirrel or anything i just want her to appreciate that and and understand its importance and understand our impact on the environment whether it can be positive or negative and um i'm just super excited as well i just I've gotten to share it with my parents and they've both, they've both been shark diving with me. They've been, you know, helped tagging sharks, all this stuff. And it's been really incredible to share my passion with them. So I'm super excited to just all the things we've already shared with our daughter, but all the things we're going to get to share and for her to, you know, see, you know, snorkel with her first shark or her first snorkel in the ocean in general, no matter what she sees or um, the first time she gets to tag a shark. Um, yeah. So it's, cool. It's so cool. I mean, you think of all the benefits that she has just in having you and your husband be so, so open-minded already to this world because it's a world you're so, uh, so much a part of. Uh, she's just, she's a lucky little girl that she's going to grow up that way. And I just think it's so, so cool. So can you tell us more about how you partner with research groups, conservation organizations, and aquariums around the world to create those materials um, and to give more opportunities to, to students? Yeah, so I think having been in the science world and seen sometimes there isn't collaboration or it, it can, it, you know, everybody get everyone's competing for the same funding and opportunities, but I just felt like with Sharks for Kids, we have an opportunity to network and work together with the ultimate goal is we want to save sharks. That's what all of us, whether it's in the research world, uh, aquariums, conservation groups, ultimately, um, our goal is to save sharks and save the oceans. And so if we come together and we combine our skill sets and bring the resources together. So we've been really lucky. We work with some incredible photographers to have materials we can use like images for, I think it's really important to have images and videos um, that are accurate, but also the more sort of positive media we can have. It also makes it more interactive and engaging. Um, and I think it's cool to be able to tell students like, this is what this person does. So we've used their images, but here's a blog or a webinar featuring them talking about creating these resources. Uh, so really connecting students with the person behind that image or the same thing with the research opportunities. Um, I want kids to know what careers and opportunities exist. And so to share uh, research all over the world and also the different people, the diversity in this world, um, in this shark world and people from all over working on different projects, different sharks from different backgrounds. Um, yeah, I think that's important as well. And it just, hopefully it resonates with the kid them going, oh, I'm from there too. And oh, wow that person did it, maybe I can too. And, and so, um, yeah, I think that's really, really important. And we're constantly trying to add more and, and, you know, share different stories and different voices because it is really important. Um, and so, yeah, same thing. We've partnered with some aquariums to provide, um, you know, students there having fun learning activities. They're getting to see the animals, um, understanding, you know, why they're there, the research that's being done and different projects and, and why specific sharks are in aquariums, what other species are not and helping to understand that. Uh, yeah. So I think it's just, it's really amazing when a group can come together with a common goal and bring in their different resources and skill sets to ultimately create something that moves everybody towards their goal and kids get an awesome experience. I mean, that's really what comes out of it. They get resources, uh, opportunities, and they get to learn and 
you know, that's really a, an incredible thing to, to come together to create. Yeah. And I think it's so powerful that you're, you're possibly or most likely giving these kids, you know, planting a seed in them in terms of showing them all the different jobs that exist, uh, things that they probably would not otherwise even know existed, right? Unless they went down that field of marine biology and, and dug far enough to figure that out. But like here you're exposing them to these sorts of like occupations and careers so early on. Uh, I think that's so powerful. And let's talk about your children's books. Can you tell us more about the stories that you've created with these children, uh, children's books and what inspired them and where can we find them? Yeah, so um, I wrote a kid's book when I was in high school um, just for like a class project and, and said, someday I'm going to write an actual children's book. Like this is something I want to do. And, and so once Sharks for Kids was born, I thought, okay, well, this is kind of, now we've built this, we kind of have an audience. Um, and if, if you've seen a lot of kids' books, a lot of times it's a, a white shark, a great white with its mouth open, big teeth, and I've seen scary, you know, monsters of the deep. And I was seeing all these titles of like, oh, it's a shark book, but is it really helping? Uh, and so I love nurse sharks, or a shark I ever saw, and they don't get enough attention. And I just think they're kind of this, almost this cute little face. So I said, why don't we do a nurse shark? And we had characters we had created for sharks for kids, little cartoon characters. And Norman was one of the first ones we created. And so I said, let's tell Norman's story. And I had been to the Zumas in the Bahamas. And because I live, I live in the Bahamas, but this is another island. And um, they have this place where the nurse sharks come sit on the dock and they're protected before the shark sanctuary was there. The owner of the island said, right, don't touch my sharks. Don't mess with them. They're safe. And they come up, they're all named and they kind of sit on the dock and people get to see them. And I just thought it was a really cool experience. So, um, yeah, so Norman, the nurse sharks adventure, uh, came to life and it's fun. It's cartoony, but it's also kids will learn about there's plastic pollution, different habitats, um, different natural predators sharks have. Um, and yeah, it's just, so it's a fun, cute story, but we snuck in some of the facts and all these facts about nurse sharks as well. Um, and that was really just to kind of start. We'd like to do the whole series. Um, we will do the next one. I'm pretty sure next year it will be out. We've kind of delayed it just because the world's been delayed. And also having a baby has delayed a few things as well. <laughs> uh, so next year, and the idea is to have kind of different um, uh, books in the series. Uh, and then I also did shark superpowers, which I actually wrote with my husband, which was a lot of fun. And this is for slightly older kids. This is a bit more, um, it's adaptations. It's the cool things that sharks can do that help them survive um, from glowing to kind of um, a suit of armor uh, to, yeah, just super speed, things like that. So just, again, getting kids excited about sharks do some cool stuff. And it might not be the stuff that you've seen on television shows. Um, and, uh, just to get them excited and interested in different species of sharks and realize that, you know, who doesn't love a superhero, I guess, with kids. So kind of playing into that, these, these sharks are sort of superheroes with their superpowers. That's awesome. It's so fascinating to me how you have taken this in so many different avenues because of your passion. And that's, we talk a lot on this podcast about passion and, um, also compassion. Compassion is a the main theme, um, in this podcast and everybody that I interview, really all the work that they do speaks pretty clearly to coming from a compassion driven place, which is very clearly evident in the work that you do. And your passion for the sharks is really about having that empathy and that compassion for mm -hmm. the creature themselves. 
So I like to ask each of my guests to share with us their own definition of compassion. So would you mind sharing with us how you think compassion best relates to the work that you do? I think it's, it's compassion. It's compassion for animals. I think it's learning for one, learning, uh, like educating yourself about the story and whether it's someone's story, an animal's story, and fully like understanding all the aspects of it. So I think education's part of that. Um, and just kind of acceptance and appreciation. I think those go into it as well, if I think about it, because it's, um, you know, we might be afraid of something. And I'm not saying that you you don't have to not be afraid of sharks. I hope you're not, but if you are, you can still appreciate something and respect it um, and have you know kindness or compassion. You can be afraid of a shark and not do something to harm it. You don't have to uh, you know necessarily love sharks, but you can also not harm them or choose you know it's for most people they may not be out having the opportunity to physically make a you know harm a shark, but it can also come in the form of the products we buy, the shark products, you know, avoiding those. Um, making more sustainable choices for the entire planet, I think is, is compassion for the planet, but also compassion for ourselves because we're all connected. We're all on this ride together and our actions and what happens to the environment affects all of us, no matter where we live. Or sometimes our actions in one place may affect people that live in another and they don't have a choice in that matter. So um, yeah, I think it's, it is all connected because it's, it's really just kind of compassion for an animal, but it's connected to you know, they're keeping oceans healthy and clean that benefits all of us. So it's, it's all connected. And I think that's the really cool part of it is just helping people understand how connected all of this is and how we are. Wow. I really, I would like to keep talking for like another hour because I just, like I said, I think it's so fascinating and cool what you're doing and your passion for this is so evident. And I think that that will always probably translate through everything that you do and what you're doing to inspire this next generation of shark lovers and advocates is just so admirable. So thank you for sharing all of this with us today. Um, to, lastly, can you tell us how we can best follow along with your work? How can we support what you're doing? Um, where can we find the books also? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll put links to all this in my show notes, but if you could just you know kind of rattle those off for us real quick. Yeah, so um, our website is www.sharks4kids.com. You can connect, you can find all the resources are free to download. That's the great thing is these resources are free. Um, we have a YouTube channel with loads of videos, webinars, all free to watch. Um, the book links are on there. Um, Norman is currently sold out. We are working on restocking, um, although my colleagues that we might have a box. So stay tuned, watch the website because we may have some to update that with, um, but we will be reordering. Um, and then the link for shark superpowers is on there as well. Um, social media, uh, on Instagram, we are shark education. And then on Facebook and Twitter, we're sharks for kids. I'm Bimini shark girl. Um, if you want to just follow, if you like sharks and the occasional pit bull photo, um, of my dog and my daughter occasionally as well. Um, uh, so yeah, um, but lots of sharky stuff. Um, so yeah, follow along. Um, we are a 501c, so we are a nonprofit. Donations are always welcome. They support our work. It goes right back into getting into kids, uh, you know, getting us into classrooms, keeping these resources free, providing free science education days, free programs for students. Um, and then if you're interested in volunteering or getting involved, there's a link on the website as well. So um, depending on what works for you. Um, but yeah, there's lots of ways to support and get involved. Jillian, I think you are super inspiring. And I am so grateful that you took the time to be here with us today and share all of this awesome 
information about the work that you're doing. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, well, I really appreciate. Thank you so much um, for having me. And thank you to everybody who's listening. um, And yeah, just getting to share my shark story. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Be The Good Podcast. Please like, comment, and share. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Be The Good Podcast. And remember, we can all find our own way to be the good. Thank you.